0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Rejoicing Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. It is Wednesday, and I'm looking forward to church tonight. I hope you are as well. If your church has that midweek Bible study on Wednesday, I encourage you to be in your place. Today, we are in the book of Psalms, Psalm chapter number 24, Psalm 24. Let's look at those first two verses today. The Bible says, The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof the world, and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. What beautiful verses and what a great reminder that the Lord made the earth and it belongs to him. Many people tend to view the heavens as God's domain or heaven where God lives, where his throne is, And that's his place, that's where he rules from, but the earth is man's. So it's man's responsibility, what happens to it, if it gets polluted, or if it gets a little warmer, a little cooler, it's man's fault, it's man's responsibility. God has nothing to do with anything, no interest at all, but it belongs to the Lord. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. It belongs to God. When it says, and the fullness thereof, it means not only does the earth, the planet, belong to God, but everything that is within the earth as well. So everything that you see tomorrow, as you drive around, everything you see today, as you look out your window and you ponder what you might think that you own and some property that you have or you wish you had, uh, if you... Uh, have a church and you need some more property and you think, boy, if only I could. Well, it's all the Lord's. It's all the Lord's. We tend to think that our life is our own, you know, especially non-Christians. They might say, you believe in your God. That's fine, but it's just not for me. Well, it sure is. The rest of verse one of Psalm 24 says, the world and they that dwell therein. Now, you might be a Christian or not right now, but either way, one day you will stand before God, the same God, and you'll give an account for your life in judgment. And if you're judged according to your works, whether or not you'll be righteous, well, you'll be found guilty because we're all sinners. That's why God sent his son, Jesus, to die for our sins and to pay the way so we could be reconciled to God. He rose again and we can be saved by putting our trust in him and by asking him to save us, putting our faith in him and that grace. And Christian, you will give an account for what you've done, not in a in a work of whether or not you'll be saved, but a judgment of rewards, a reward judgment. Either way, you'll you'll give an account one day for you. And it doesn't matter Whether or not you thought it right that maybe your life was your own, maybe it belonged to God, it really doesn't matter what you think, okay? You'll you'll stand before God one day and then we'll all be in agreement that the earth was the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Now how could God make such a claim? How could he have such a sweeping ownership over literally everything and everyone? Well, very simple, because he made it. Verse number two, for he hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. Now, I'd like to take you back to Genesis. If you have your Bible, that's great. If not, just listen in. Genesis chapter number one, my friends, Genesis chapter one, is just as true as John 3.16. You must believe the Bible. The Bible is true. And again, similarly to what I mentioned a moment ago, it doesn't really matter if you agree with it or not uh, as to whether it makes it true or not. God made the earth. God made the heavens, as in what you see above the earth, the stars, planets, so forth. And I'd like to remind you of Genesis chapter 1. It reads... In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called he seas. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, And let them be for signs, and for seasons, and for days and years, and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven, to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth, and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind and every winged fowl after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing, and beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind, and cattle after their kind, and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed, to you it shall be for meat. And every beast of the earth, and every fowl of the air, and everything that creepeth upon the earth wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. And it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth of the day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. So why does God have such a sweeping claim to say that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein, because verse two of Psalm 24, he hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. God owns it because God made it. He spoke it into existence. He spoke you into existence. Well, he spoke your parents and their parents, their parents, all the way back to Adam and Eve into existence. But God made you. God allowed you to be. And if you're a born again Christian, God made that. You belong to God. Colossians 1.16, for by him, Jesus Christ, were all things created, the word of God. By his word, you notice, God did all of that that are in heaven, that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones, dominions, principalities, or powers. All things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Revelation 4.11, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. Why? For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Why were you made? Why was this earth made? Why were the heavens made, the planets, the stars, down to the very atom, the building block of all creation? Why was it made? It was made for God. You were made for God. God made us for himself. And it is only reasonable that we would give ourselves back to him. What could we offer him that he did not first give us? It's not unreasonable at all to give us to him customarily when entering the presence of a king or a dignitary you might bring a gift but what could you bring god it's all already his and it's only reasonable that he'd have it all back give yourself to god today let me tell you this if you don't if you choose to live your life your way and not how the lord would want you to live it and if you choose to not give yourself to God as a living sacrifice, as Romans twelve Romans twelve tells us to do, then you'll find yourself uh, very unfulfilled, because you were made for God. It's your design. You were made to fellowship with God. You were made to bring God glory. If you want to find the best fulfillment in life, the most peace, the most joy, the most happiness, spend your life serving God, worshiping God, walking with God, loving God, because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein.